Good evening, everyone. It's Monday, August 23rd, 7.27 p.m. I hope y'all had a good week. Uh, Time six. Hope y'all had a good six weeks. I know I did. They were very, very busy. Um, I traveled. I went and visited Rita in L.A. And then I went to visit... Taylor and Burke in Woodstock, and then I went with Anne on a road trip, and then I've just been working, 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 hustling my butt off like crazy. I'm sewing this elaborate harness belt thing that has all these pearls on it, and it's in velvet with like a thick muslin um, liner, and then I'm going to cover it with silk on the inside of it to cover up my stitches from the beading, because the little knots from when you're beading, they can be very uncomfortable to wear, like, it could scratch a sensitive skin and lower the perceived value of the product, so I've got to make sure everything's tip-top, um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing, and, I've really felt I needed a major reset in a serious way. Um, The traveling was a good start, but I think I needed to go deeper and just, I don't know, reconfigure my time usage. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't mean I won't be doing the podcast anymore. <laughs> Don't worry. You can't get rid of me that fast. Um, but yeah, I just, I just needed to take a break and think about everything and reuse that time. So I've been going to the Y for a few weeks since I got back from my trip with Anne. And um, I usually get up around six or so to so I can be at the gym by seven um, because it takes me a while to get motivated to go, honestly. Um, And so therefore I lose a bit of podcasting time in service to my body and my health. Um, Yeah, I just need to do something. I'm glad I'm doing it though. So yeah, I just finished organizing and cleaning my work table. It had been something I was wanting to do all like, oh God, I always want to clean and organize my work table. But then I have too much work to do. So yeah, I found like, you know, six pairs of scissors and all sorts of clamps and things that I'd been looking for that were buried under a bunch of pearls, which I sorted and... I have a new stacking container for some of my seed beads. I found a bunch of beading needles. I organized those, so it was really cool. (laughs) If you had to have been there to witness the joy. Um, But yeah, my work table looks gorgeous now. Um, I've been, like, at a different stage, like, thinking about what I want in my life and you know, I guess I feel kind of emotional. No surprise there, but thinking about like the next level of my life 
and where I will be in my life and how will I get there and do I want it bad enough? Do you guys ever think about that kind of stuff? And sometimes I feel like I stop myself because I don't know if I can handle it. You know, like, is this what I really want? And I'll like put in blocks and I had to remove those blocks and push forward. Be like, yes, this is what I want. This is what I want. You know, like, I really want basically a larger workspace, a place where I can really create and have like an attached atelier where people can come by and see my works and I can do photo shoots there and it's a place where I will also live so basically what I have at my apartment but much larger um I don't know I just feel like I'm outgrowing this apartment and I need I keep and it sounds so whatever but I just want a castle or something like a large old drafty stone building maybe a warehouse or something where I live by myself that I can have more space and create more of a world I feel like my world is getting really full right now and I do stay on top of the organizing and the purging and all that KonMari crap but I still, like, I still really want this really bad. I want to meet someone cool to share my life with, but I don't want to, to be with somebody that makes me give up my goals for them or is such a pain in the fucking ass that I can't get any work done. Um, you know, so I'm hoping to meet someone who is independent like myself. But not in the independent asshole way, you know, like those type of guys who are just basically annoying. <laughs> There's no other word for it. I'm not being articulate and I don't have to be as far as the men folk are concerned. We all know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, there's that. What else? I've been doing a lot of manifestation work. Um, one of the things that I, one of my new mantras that I started, I have two. I started one uh, a little over a week ago, and it's it's uh, it's called it says. This is the face of a wealthy woman. This is the face of a wealthy woman. This is what a wealthy woman looks like. And I've been saying that a lot to myself, like not like maniacally or anything, but when it occurs to me. And it has really, I think it has shifted some things in me. It has forced me to set some boundaries that I I think previously 
didn't quite have the balls to do, frankly. And it's, it's moving me forward. Um, and, you know, maybe people are like, why are you making wealth a goal? Why would you like to be wealthy? Well, if you have been really poor before and you're supposed to be living in the, quote, land of opportunity, and I know the American dream is a total scam, but if, you know, if you have these things at your disposal to, you know, make a go of it, I'm going to do that because I feel like any criticism that I've gotten in the past from expressing any desire to achieve wealth, any criticism I've gotten has always been from someone who grew up rich and has had their college paid for them by their parents and was given a car when they turned 16. I don't want to hear it. You guys had your fucking chance. Go slum it for a while and pretend to be poor. I've been poor. I'm sick of it. I don't like it. It's my turn now. So that's one thing that, you know, shame comes up when I, when I say this is the face of a wealthy woman. Things like you don't deserve. You look ridiculous. People will always see you as a poor hillbilly, nobody, uneducated. Why are you even trying? All those things come up for me. And they're all lies. They're all horrible, horrible um, parts of my self-talk that's pushing me back. And then I say, this is what a wealthy woman looks like. I am rich. I am a wealthy woman. And no one's going to stop me and no one's going to get in my way. Not even myself. Doubt. And then the other mantra I've been doing has been really heavy. So I just, I feel like the wealthy woman one is heavy enough for me, apparently. I still have some things to work through. And yeah, I'm talking about myself a lot on this episode. Because I've just been trying to work on myself as much as possible and push through. I want to encourage you guys, though. I hope that this helps somebody, like... The thing that you want to do, like, or the, the, the part of yourself that you want to unlock or achieve, like, maybe, maybe some of you guys feel like you don't have access to it or like you're not deserving or something like that. Well, it's not true. You do deserve to have the kind of life you want, whether or not it includes being wealthy or, um, or famous, or whatever it is. Um, 
just tell yourself that you are that thing that you want to be and, and see what comes up for you. I, it would be really interesting, you know. It, it's pretty wild, like doing a doing a mantra that is just kind of like you know, like wow, why is she doing that? How silly! Um, doing a mantra like that is um, it's pretty wild because as you focus on the mantra and work on embodying, like what the mantra says. You, you can you can view the thoughts, the self-defeating thoughts or the negativity or the blocks. You can view those more objectively as you take refuge in, in your moving into your new truth. Like, let's say you don't feel like you're a lovable person, for example. Is something like that. Maybe some people, a lot of people out there struggle with feeling unloved. They think nobody loves them. But what if you said every day, I am a lovable person. This is what a lovable person looks like. And you just said it every day and you got closer to that. And you started being kinder to yourself. No matter what kind of feelings of undeserving or negativity come up or no matter how strange it feels what if you just persist in saying I am a lovable person I am worthy of love you know like the power of those words and the truth in those words they unlock something and they propel you into that place so I don't know it's just really interesting it's, I really want to be an empowered person. I want the people around me to be empowered as well. You know, it's really important to me. Um, this year has just been, the past couple of years have been, I've seen a lot of people struggle really hard. And I've had, you know, I've had my own struggles, of course, we all do. And I feel like no one's gonna, no one's gonna really hand anything to me. I can, I can open up doors, hopefully, for opportunities to happen. So, um, yeah, if you come up with a cool mantra for yourself or something, or you hear about a cool mantra, let me know. Um, I'm curious if you're, if you feel like sharing. So Rose has moved away. Um, she was my model uh, for the shop, for my Instagram shop. And she has moved to Queens with Omar and Erin, um, her friend slash roommate, who's also quite lovely. Um, and I miss her. I miss my friend. And I miss all the people that could just keep moving so I've been in quite a sentimental mood thinking about everyone that moves away and, you know, going to visit Taylor and Burke was just like chicken soup for the soul. Like I just, I felt like I was home, you know, I just, we watched hoarders every night. We had delicious food. Um, we just like hung out and got in our shopping groove 
and we talked about stuff, we laughed and I just I just didn't want to, I didn't want to go. I'm sure they wanted me to leave. <laughs> I stayed for a fucking week. <laughs> you know what they say, relatives, fish, 3 days. Yeah, well, I did that times 2, so but yeah, I I really I really wanted to stay longer. <laughs> I was like, maybe I can find a hut or something. I just love them so much. Like, Taylor is... Uh, Taylor is one of the most fantastic friends I've ever known. People that I've ever met. Um, and Burke, I'm getting to know them more. And I've, I'm starting to feel the same way about them, too. And when Burke dropped me off at the train station, I just... I just felt so emotional again. I was just like, oh my gosh, this person is a really special soul. And I, I just, I just have so much love for them. And I, I want to see them again very soon. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I'll figure out a way to stay next time a little longer. Um, Sorry, it's wine o'clock. I'm actually late for wine o'clock by one hour. I just started. Um, and then me and Anne went all along the coast type area. We went to the Trees of Mystery, which was incredible. Like, yes, the trees are huge. <laughs> they are so big. We went on these bridges that you walk on that are like these swinging bridges and we both are kind of afraid of heights and we got through it it was so beautiful though I just couldn't look down um and the weather was like slightly overcast and had some fudge and some black coffee that was really fun um we went to Seattle and stayed with Anne's mom for a couple of days Anne's mom is really, really cool. Um, and her mom took us to, uh, her, her mom's name is Jean, by the way. So Jean took us to the Seattle, Japan town, which was pretty great. So we got to <laughs> go to their Japanese grocery, which is huge. It's like Japan town in, under one roof. I forget the name of the market, but, um, we went there. They have gorgeous fish and seafood. It was just an incredible market. Um, and it was huge. It was kind of overwhelming, but hey, I was I was there for it. Um, and you could also get a Peking duck there, which which Jean did. And um, then we had some delicious artisanal donuts in what is comparable to the Peace Plaza, but it wasn't as peaceful, you know. Um, and then we had some sashimi when I got, we got back to the house and yeah, it was, it was really good. I'm glad that I got to go on that road trip with Anne. She's delightful and I love her lots and lots. Um, it was, I was glad that she invited me and we could see the great wide open together there was so much beautiful trees and scenery and it was absolutely gorgeous and she's a hell of a gal. I love her lots and lots. So, um, I think we're going to go to a jazz club soon, which I'm looking forward to. 
I want to see some good jazz vocals and get dressed up. You know what I mean? Like, I am so over rock shows. I've, I, you know, I've been bored with them for a really long time. I find a lot of rock shows to be very dull. And I have fallen asleep at them before if they're just too boring. I just, I can't handle it anymore. I cannot handle it. And it's been like that since I was in my 20s, actually. I just, I like music that that holds my interest. Um, and yeah, there's very few, very few musical acts which do. Um, and I do love classical and I'm getting more into jazz. So not the... Not the cerebral jazz. I already went through that period of, you know, Peter Bratzman and all that. Like, I'm I'm done with, like, free jazz and that sort of thing. But, yeah, more like, more like crooner-type jazz. I don't even know what that says about me right now. Who cares? A lot of people like it. It's good stuff. Um, when I'm... Uh, scrubbing blood stains out of nightgowns and shit like to sell <laughs> something I found in a rag bin and I'm just trying to get all the stains out of it and I'm scrubbing I usually listen to a lot of um, 1920s uh, pop music or pop jazz like Annette Hanshaw Helen Kane and I, I love um, Ella Fitzgerald of course and I love Ho Hoagie Carmichael Hookie Carmichael's lots of fun. So, I don't know, kind of like, I don't know, great American songbook stuff. So, yeah, I, I hardly ever listen to rock and roll anymore. Um, I will listen to Shocking Blue. I like that. I like James Gang. I love that new singer, Olivia Rodrigo. I think she has a really good voice. But I, I, I don't, like, go out of my way you know? So anyway, I am going to um, get back into my work and I hope to um, see you guys, talk to you guys next week. Um, it may be in the evening again, just because that's when I have the time, but I do appreciate you listening to me. <sighs> you know, I may be PMSing. That's fine. Um, <laughs> When you get older and you just, you know, you've had like a bunch of periods and stuff. Um, one of the things I notice, I never remember when my period is. It's always a surprise. And PMS just means I'm a bit more um, emotional. But I welcome these emotions and hold space for them. And I'd like to encourage you guys to do so too. I mean, you got nothing to lose. We're all inside the house again anyway. All right. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.